The Forum at 8 on SAFM. It's nine minutes after eight here on the Forum at 8 AM live on SAFM. Thanks so much for your time today. My name is Darshan Mudley. SABC News broadcasting live the Oscar Pistorius murder trial from the North Gauteng High Court in Pretoria today. It is the subject of our Forum at 8 discussion uh, today looking at the effect of dispensing justice in the glare of world media. Let's find out uh, what the media is looking at this morning. We're joined by our reporter Norman Bellani who's at the North Gauteng High Court this morning. Norman, just give us an update. We spoke to you barely an hour ago, but I hear a lot has changed. Uh, what's changed since the last time we spoke to you? Yes, I'm about 100 journalists now waiting outside the, the courthouse door because we were told that we were going to be late from 8 o'clock, but it seemed that has changed. But also to note that there's a camera drone that was flying um, in the sky taking pictures of what's happening. And apparently, if anybody would like footage of, the, of those shots, it would cost about 20,000 rand from an entrepreneur who got permission to take the pictures here outside court, as well as at Oscar um, Pistorius' house. Um, also to note that on social media, um, Oscar Pistorius is trending, and it seems as if the Pistorians, which are his fans, are, are, are leading, you know, in terms of tweeting in support, you know, of, of their hero, Oscar Pistorius. Norma Bellani, thanks for joining us for that update. So as you can hear, the effect of social media on this case, very important. And as, I, as we were talking about earlier, lots of parallels being drawn between the O.J. Simpson trial uh, and this trial of Oscar Pistorius today. But they didn't have social media, really, not at the scale that it is at today. Twitter and Facebook really almost non-existent back in those days compared to, comparing to what it is at now. So today we're looking at the effects of uh, having this trial in the glare of world media, what's been dubbed the trial of the century, national, international media gearing up uh, for the Paralympic uh, athlete Oscar Pistorius' murder trial. That's in Pretoria this morning. Uh, Norma Bellani, our reporter on this, also Jacques Stienkamp, uh, Fenwell Schumer and Lila Magnus, all our senior and experienced reporters out there, seasoned journalists uh, on this story, and lots of seasoned journalists out there for you to follow. Pistorius is accused of killing Riva Stienkamp, his girlfriend, on Valentine's Day last year. In recent news, Judge Dunstan Mlambo ruled that the media will be allowed to broadcast live transmissions and delayed extracts of the trial. In the same breath, media houses welcomed the ruling, saying it's a victory for open justice. Well, what really has been the effect of this? Today, looking at the effect of dispensing justice in the glare of world media. If you'd like to talk to us, 34701 SMS hotline costs you two rand to do so. Tweet or Facebook us right now, AM Live on SAFM. But I'd really love to hear from you. So give us a call right from the start. We'll open up the lines, 0891 Joining me in studio, I've got Tyron Maseko and uh, Tamsin de Berg. Tyron is a criminal lawyer with T. Maseko Attorneys and Tamsin de Beer is a media law specialist. Uh, both of you. Thank you so much for joining me in studio today. And also joining me on the line, uh, Raymond Lowe is uh, chairperson of uh, the Media Institute of Southern Africa, veteran journalist and also a champion of uh, media freedom in South Africa. Uh, Mr. Lowe, good morning. Thank you for your time. I think we're having a little bit of a problem with Raymond Lowe's number uh, line there. We'll try to get him back on the line. But, uh, of course, we won't have trouble hearing from you. If you'd like to give us a call, 0891-104208-34701, your SMS hotline, Twitter, Facebook, AM Live on SAFM. So... The most important, uh, in order for us to talk about, is what effect is this going to have, this dispensing of justice and the glare of world media. I identified five 
effects or on who or what it could have. And the five areas that I thought we could possibly explore today, if there's anything that I leave out, uh, I'd love to hear from you about what we've left out. I thought we could look at the effect that it's going to have on the case. Is there going to be any effect on the case? On the authorities who are monitoring the case, so the justice system, for example. On the audience, like us, are we going to watch with some sort of detached fascination, like it's a football match? Or is this going to inform our perspective of justice and open uh, justice system? So that's the third one. The fourth, is it going to have an effect on the families? Are we sparing enough of a thought for them? Uh, And the media. This is a no ordinary man that we're reporting on here, which is why there was a court case for us to get access to the the court material. No ordinary man. What effect is it going to have on the media? Are we going to conduct some introspection on ourselves? Uh, Mr. Lowe is joining us on the line now. Raymond Lowe, good morning. Thanks so much for your time. Good morning. I, I thought perhaps we can start with you. I mean, is you know, we're asking the question if there's an effect of dispensing justice in the glare of world media. Do, do you think there's, there's an effect sizable enough for, for us to measure here? No, I, I, well, there is an effect of obviously mm. the, the huge amount of interest. I mean, look at the Sunday papers yesterday, uh, devoting pages and pages to the, to the um, uh, sort of preliminary of the trial giving all the, the, the details of who's to appear and all that sort of thing. Um, so there's, there's an enormous amount of interest in the, in the trial, and, and obviously uh, the public will, uh, will be affected by it. Um, but that, having said that, that, that uh, that's what um, journalism is all about. That's, uh, the public have a right to know, and this is a very important person, um, a, a celebrity, and, uh, and there's an, this enormous public interest in what, what, what's going to happen to him. So Mr. Lowe says there's an effect on the public. What about the effect on, on, on justice, for example, on the case itself? Is there going to be an effect on the outcome? Tyron Maseko, criminal uh, lawyer with Team Maseko Attorneys. Is there going to be an effect on the, the, the case itself? Well, I, I, uh, Mr. Lowe, just hold on for a second. We're just asking Tyron Maseko who's joining us here. Tyron? I think I think it will. Um, it certainly will. Uh, I mean, one has to look at this in, in perspective. To start with, we've never really had this at this level. We've never had court proceedings being, um, you know, the spotlight falling so directly in such a manner that every single proceeding, every single thing that's going to take place in this in this uh, trial is going to be exposed to the public. So, while on the one hand we we don't have a jury system in this country, so meaning that the person who's ultimately going to make a call, a finding of guilt or innocence, is the judge in this matter. And so judges are very experienced with court proceedings. I mean, they, in this case, um, Judge uh, Masipa, she mm-hmm. you know she would have had a lot of matters and ruled in a lot of matters. So she's not going to be perturbed by by, uh, by by the attention. In fact, she'll do very well to actually shy away from it. But certainly, it will have an effect on the witnesses. Um, and, she, and the judges actually made an effort in, in her ruling last week to actually curtail the extent to which they're going to be exposed in this matter. And that is why we're not going to see them, uh, the factual witnesses now, live on, on TV, but they will be audio streaming now, which in any event, you know, she has reserved the right to actually call it off at, at certain uh, instances. Because I do expect that, um, you know, witnesses may even break down. It's going to be... Their, their vision is going to be put on the line. It's going to be tested, and it's going to be tested very well. So you'd expect that that it might have an effect on um, on the witnesses, even though the prosecution and the defense would have made an effort to actually mm. prepare the witnesses of what's to come. But I think, in my opinion, I think that's going to be the most trying part about uh, this trial: the effect that it has on all this attention that it has on the witnesses. And you know, the one thing I've also been thinking about is how. 
keeping in mind that generally the ruling court is that witnesses won't sit in while other witnesses are giving testimony. So today, for example, if the very first witness of the prosecution would is likely to take the stand, but the other witnesses, the factual witnesses, will not sit in in those proceedings. And the idea being that you, you're not really allowed to listen to their version so that you don't get the opportunity to tailor your version mm. to suit other witnesses because you want every witness to give an account of um, you know, their experience and what it is that they, what it is that what what evidence it is that they want to give. Now, if you're already exposed to what witnesses have that have come before you have said, then you run the risk that you know there is always a possibility of tailoring. And that is why we have this rule. Now in this case you can imagine they can be sitting in the luxury of their own home and they can simply turn on the TV or listen to the radio and actually hear what's going on. But I suspect that the 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 uh, the legal representatives would have warned them about against doing such. So mm. they should really try and stay away from doing that. Tamsin Devi, I mean, that's an interesting point, isn't it? Because, yes, we don't have a jury system in South Africa, so a jury wouldn't be influenced by uh, the salacious details that are included in the weekend's newspapers, news about his new, uh, Oscar's new girlfriend being dubbed a blade stunner, an incredibly crass uh, title for her. But, I mean, these things are going to affect a jury system, but there's a judge is, is a human being. Is, is, is there no impact or outcome that's that, that we can say will be affecting by this case. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't think that the judge uh, will be affected by the media coverage. Um, like Tyrone says, she is expected and will uh, decide the matter on the basis of the evidence that's put before and before her, and that is admitted, admitted to the court. I think it is actually possible to overstate the impact that this. Uh, this audiovisual and audio coverage of the trial may have. What we must remember is that Twitter was really a game changer in that it was it is common cause that every journalist that is sitting in that courtroom this morning uh, was was going to and will continue to tweet every single thing that happens in the courtroom, providing what is really an, a contemporaneous transcript of what's going on in the court. And so uh, the public was always going to have access uh, essentially to exactly what we're, we're getting access to with the audio and audiovisual coverage. And unfortunately, the witness, uh, fortunately or unfortunately, the witnesses uh, were always going to have access to that as well. It, it is a, it's, a, it's an effect of the digital age. It's sort of justice in the digital age. And, you know, it's, I think this judgment really took took account of that and I think it's I think it's great I think it's great for the open justice principle um, uh, you know and we must remember that uh, the, the, the trial was always going to be public uh, journalists were always going to have access the public was always going to have access this just really opens up the proceedings to a larger a section of the population which I think is great oh eight nine one one oh four two oh eight we'll take your calls right after this 20 minutes after eight Umlazi Festival and Expo is awakening the giant by staging the first ever Umlazi Festival and Expo at King Zolitini Stadium from 4 to 6 April 2014. Businesses and other institutions are invited to register for the exhibition and participate in empowerment workshops. Umlazi Festival and Expo will also feature a music festival. To register, call 031-279-2360 or email ngobo at splendidmarketing.co.za. Proudly sponsored by the Guazulu Natal Department of Economic Development and tourism and Etagwini municipality. Save for a rainy day. That's what they always say. 
but they don't know when it'll rain. So how do I know I'll get a great rate and access to my money when I need it? Eugene, with NetBank Money Trader, you get a rate of 5.5% per annum. And you can access your funds in 24 hours. So it's there when you need it. What about the fees? Fees? There are no fees or commissions. And your capital is fully guaranteed. Okay, bring on the rain. Uh-oh. Make saving for a rainy day happen. Visit any NetBank today. Call 0860-555-111 or go to nedbank.coza. Terms and conditions apply. We're an authorized financial services and credit provider. Make things happen. NetBank. So, why is the Volvo V40 the summer's hottest hatch? Perhaps it's because of its best-in-class safety, fuel consumption, and CO2 emissions. It might be the way its digital display adapts to match your mood. Or maybe it's just the feeling you get, knowing you're driving the safest, sportiest, most intelligent hatch on the road. Whatever the reason, the Volvo V40 is definitely worth a test drive. Yours from 292-500. It's another reason to consider Volvo. The Forum at 8 on SAFM. 21 minutes after 8, SABC News will be broadcasting live from the Oscar Pistorius murder trial from the North Gauteng High Court in Pretoria this morning. Tune into SAFM from 10 o'clock this morning to catch all the live details. Uh, give us a call today, 0891 as we ask, what is the effect of dispensing justice in the glare of world media today? Uh, Lanias calls in from Bushbuck Ridge. Lanias, good morning. Hi, good morning, Lanias. Yes, um, I think, uh, of course, is that uh, we are um, really going into uncharted waters um, through this, uh, as it may be supported and expected that um, we should do in this fashion. But one thing for sure is that we must understand that uh, it is going to have some negative effect. Um one of them is that uh, the media houses, the media houses are actually limited by the skills, experience, and intelligence of their journalists that they will deploy them. And um, we all know that many of these journalists um, we have, will be having a pro uh, Oscar Pistorius uh, journalist and uh, against and uh, so the reporting is going to be very different to the public and it's going to affect the public because we can only hear what uh, a particular journalist contextualizes to be what is happening inside them. And they are, you know, and their experience, their knowledge and uh, their intelligence as journalists is going to have an effect on the public uh, negatively. Lamais, thanks, thanks for that call, Lamais and Bushbuck Ridge, saying we need to look at the media as well. Definitely one of the five elements that we need to talk about today. Uh, Tuzam is called in from Cape Town. We'll also take Gift, who's called in from uh, Port Elizabeth, before going back to our guests. Uh, Tuzama, good morning. Morning, Darshan. How are you doing? We're doing well this morning. How are you? <laughs> good, thank you. Um, I'd just like to briefly comment on, you know, uh, Advocate uh, Cameron. Judge Cameron, sorry, mm-hmm. from the previous show that you had. And um, not commenting on the media, but rather that the dispensation of justice and how the rule of law is applied to certain people depends on their resources. And I think with this case, it, it's not really going to... I don't know if we're going to see you know, true justice being dispensed because Oscar Pistorius happens to be someone who has a lot of resources at his, at his disposal. 
Tizama, thanks for that call there. Tizama in Cape Town. Gifton, PE, your question or comment? Look, look uh, I, I think first and foremost uh, that the public interest in the case because one of the issues that I was just, uh, which was just lingering in my mind is the fact that uh, with much of the reputable information about the case already exhaustively rehearsed in the public domain as we have already seen in the weekend newspapers, I think to me there's an almost palpable desperation for journalists to find the new angles to keep the public hooked. Unsurprisingly, mm. international outlets with deep pockets are leading the way. Because, I mean, what, I was watching the news this morning that a lot of media houses, international media houses already in Pretoria. And, and, and this weekend saw two scoop landed with Sky Broadcasting and never had been so footage of Pretoria at a shooting range. And, and the tabloid, The Sun, revealing that Pretoria has a new 19-hour girlfriend who they could mm. not resist attending a place stunner. And I think... To me, compared to these guys, a side of them seems like kittens in, in this show. Gift, thanks for that call. Gift there in PE. Uh, Raymond Lowe, your, your take on those callers? Well, uh, the first uh, caller suggested that journalists have uh, <laughs> ulterior motives in, uh, in reporting the case. The journalist goes into the case has, and have been doing that for years, uh, decades, going into, into court cases and reporting them and reporting what they see and what they hear. And um, obviously they, they have their own, their own opinions, but journalists are trained to, in fact, sub- subjugate their own opinions to, to what is going on and, and provide um, coverage which is fair and balanced. In light of what Gift is saying, though, these extremes, uh, extreme crassness, blade stunner, the, the conversations around uh, whether Oscar Pistorius was watching porn or not seems irrelevant to a murder case. Well, it may be irrelevant, but it, 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 it is a new story about the man, what the man was doing, what the man is all about. One understands journalists doing that, uh, and one understands newspapers running it, uh, because there is this huge interest in the case. Who is, who is Oscar Pistorius? That is, that is what has, in fact, uh, emerged over the weekend, that there are other sides to his character, uh, which people didn't know about before. Um, I don't think that that has an effect on the case, incidentally, at all. Um, the, uh, the case is going to be, as Tamsin said, is going to be heard by a judge, and a judge is not um, uh, uh, swayed by outside uh, considerations. They, um, they, they, they listen to what's going on before them and deal with the matter on that, on that basis. And if they don't deal with the matter on that basis properly, there is always the appeal process which, in fact, could examine that aspect of it. Well, Tyron Tazama's call about uh, us all not being equal under the eyes of the law is something that uh, Justice Edwin Cameron said on this show. I mean, isn't the justice system, the criminal justice system, also equally going to be stripped naked by the media in the, in the glare of this world media, just as Oscar is, just as the Witnesses are likely to be in this case. Is our South African justice system also, in a way, going to be under the spotlight? That's right, that's right. And actually, you know, I just want to go back to one point before discussing that. Um, you, gotta, you know, we talk a lot of, and there's a lot that's been made about character, Oscar's character, who is this Oscar. You've got to be very careful with these things. And that's why, ultimately, you have lawyers involved in these matters, because there are all sorts of rules, rules regarding evidence, what evidence can be led, how it can be led. And while the general mm. person, the layman, may not be um, uh, knowledgeable and affair with all of that, lawyers are very much on top of the game, and you've got experienced litigators here. So, to give you an example, character evidence is not admissible in court generally in terms of law of evidence. So, what meaning that, you know, we're dealing with uh, a murder trial here. The question is, what happened on that day? What caused 
reverse that. Not what kind of a person generally Oscar is. The fact that you are prone, you, you may not be liked by a lot of people, you've got all sorts of issues, and the fact that you might even have a temper, it's not doesn't necessarily prove that on the day you actually uh, had the intention to commit murder. A no. history with guns, a history well, of violence? something else, and mm. I, I understand that there mm. is a secondary charge in this matter uh, relating to gun possession. And his ex-girlfriend is likely to be the one to come forward, uh, according to an insider, lots of unnamed sources well, of the week yeah, but I mean, newspapers. To, yeah, and just to finish that point on character mm. evidence, for the prosecution to actually even introduce character evidence, uh, that would have to be that, that that door would have to be opened up by the defense first by arguing that Oscar is a good natured person and uh, someone of uh, a good reputation. Mm. Only then can the uh, the prosecution actually pounce on the person. Well, hold up, that's actually not the case, and we've got evidence to prove it. But they cannot, of their own, just say, well, to prove this case, we're actually going to rely on the type of person that is. There, there are a whole lot of elements that they have to prove to go, that go towards what actually happened on that day. So that's the point about characterization. But just on, on your second question about uh, uh, that dispensing, dispensing of justice, mm-hmm. I, I, believe, I think actually this is a great time for the South African legal system to be. Uh, exposed to the world and, and, and be put under scrutiny. And I think we're going to stand up very well because we've got a very good system and a just system. At times, yes, the public may not be able to follow certain uh, arguments in court because they are a bit complex and very legal in nature. But at the very least, they w- will be able to see uh, justice being dispensed. And I believe that it will. As I said, you, you've got experienced litigators here. Evidence has to be led. And ultimately, um, Judgment would have to be made based on evidence that's been led, real evidence. And the ca- remember that the prosecution has to prove their case beyond reasonable doubt. That's a very high standard. So ultimately, and, and as we see here, people have uh, different opinions about whether he's guilty or not. And people would have actually had the chance to witness and see uh, different accounts being uh, put forward and make up mm. their mind. And then we'll hear what the Well, but do we care that uh, we're all innocent until proven guilty? It seems that, as you say, we've already made up our minds on this. Uh, 34701, if you'd like to SMS tweet of Facebook AIM Live on SAFM 8.30 now time for your news headlines with Kirat Lala 7 minutes to 9 morning talk comes up with Rowena Bird Rowena good morning how are you doing? Hi Darshan good morning to you coming up on morning talk this morning in the first hour we're going to have in studio the Chief Executive Officer of South African Airways and he's going to give us a sense Darshan of what really is happening with the national carrier and and why it just seems like it cannot turn its fortunes around. I mean, as recently as two weeks ago, SAA briefed Parliament's Select Committee on Labour and Public Enterprises, uh, requesting for yet another government bailout. And all these repeated bailouts just seem to tarnish the image of SAA even further. We'll talk about their turnaround strategy and why they are hopeful of success this time around. Today, as we all know, sees the beginning of the Oscar Pistorius trial, and that's what you're talking about as well, Darshan. And this starts just after 10 a.m., uh, when this Paralympian is going to be entering the dock for the start of his uh, trial for, for murdering his girlfriend, Riva Stienkamp. We're going to keep crossing intermittently to either the courtroom of Justice Togozile Masipa or just outside the courtroom, where SAFM has a reporter standing by. We'll find out what the latest from the High Court in Pretoria is every now and then or whenever there is a significant development. In the second hour of today's program, we will look at the development of the Afrikaans' land 
language in South Africa, or the lack thereof, as some people may think. And later on, um, at around 10.30, we are going to have Psychological Matters with Joanna Cleovalu, and we'll explore what happiness really is, and is it as elusive as we seem to think, or is it really within our reach? And finally, we're going to talk about a BRICS summit, it was recently held uh, to, to talk about population matters and exchange knowledge and experiences on each of the five member countries' population trends. We'll talk about dynamics that emerge, and we'll talk about the policies that govern those. That's the show for today. Thank you, Darshan. Thanks so much, Rowena. Of course, uh, just a reminder, SABC News all day today, broadcasting live from the Oscar Pistorius murder trial from the North Gauteng High Court in Pretoria. You can tune into SAFM from 10 o'clock this morning to hear those details. So we've got four reporters on the story, Norma Balane, Jacques Steenkamp, uh, Fenwell Schumer, uh, together with Lila Magnus, uh, four senior experienced seasoned journalists on this story to get you the latest details on that. But of course, the reason that we're talking to you today is we want to hear what do you think is going to be the effect of the reporting, the reportage by international media on this case. Is there going to be an effect on the dispensing of justice? Just to remind you what the judge said in granting us access to this case. I think we need to repeat this as many times as we can. Judge Mlambo made this announcement when he made that groundbreaking decision in the High Court uh, less than a few weeks ago. He said this ruling is going to dispel negative and unfounded perceptions that the justice system in South Africa treats the rich and famous with kid gloves whilst being harsh on the poor and vulnerable. So that's what he hoped would be the effect. But is that going to be the effect? And what do you think? 34701, give us a call right now. 0891-104-208. would love to hear your thoughts on this today. Uh, millions of people going to be watching it. Hundreds of uh, world media, of course, reporting on it today. And we hear about the uh, lawyers, family members that are arriving at court this morning. Of course, you can tune in. Uh, SABC News will be covering it live for you. Is our South African justice system also on trial today, being stripped naked. Uh, I was asking this question earlier on. Uh, what's, what's your take on this? Um, I think we, we, we rightly saw an emphasis uh, placed by Judge and Trumbo on that, like you say, the need to dispel the belief uh, in, in the minds of poor South Africans that the rich are treated differently. Um, I, I certainly think that the justice system is on trial, and, and I, think that's, I think that's a good thing. The one thing uh, which I think is an, an important point to make is that perhaps a lot of people have already made up their minds about Oscar Pistorius. And so when we see the verdict come out, there is a potential, like we saw with the O.J. Simpson uh, case, and, and you, you rightly drew parallels with that. Um, there, there is a potential that if, a, if obviously a verdict goes uh, contrary to what a particular person thinks about their own beliefs in terms of whether or not Oscar is guilty, uh, that has a potential to be projected onto their belief about the administration of justice. So, for example, he were to be found guilty and someone believes very strongly that he's not, their overall perception of the, of the administration of justice might be tarnished. So I, th- I think it's great that it's, that it's open to everyone, and I think uh, it's good that we're getting insight into the way that administration is run in this country. I think it will be a great way to educate South Africans about criminal procedure, about um, you know, how accused are treated in this country. Uh, but overall, I think perhaps people have already made up their minds, and, and that may have an impact on how they, they perceive administration of justice in the end. And, and that's only if we don't watch this case with some detached 
uh, you know, fascination, if we don't watch it like a football match where we've decided who we want to, to celebrate for, to vilify at the end of it, if we watch in order to get this information of open access to justice. But haven't we already taken a decision? And is it fair to Oscar Pistorius that, yes, there's all of these benefits around there, but for him, this is an important case. This is a matter that's going to affect his life. I mean, Tyron, uh, at the end of the day, you know, Oscar Pistorius is not going to care about the benefit to the audience, the benefit to our open justice system, the benefit to the authorities of this country, you know, ensuring that the criminal justice system is seen in a good light around the world. I mean, it's been put in, in, into a bit of a mockery when Becky Taylor made the comment about, uh, you know, we want uh, Sri and Devani in this country, that monkey to stand trial, and there were questions raised about our criminal justice system. I mean, is this fair to Oscar Pistorius? Um, it's difficult to answer the question as to whether it's fair or not, and I believe it is fair. I mean, uh, one has to understand um, in this and there's a whole point here that people don't understand some people don't understand how the whole process works but one has to understand how the process works in order to appreciate it now and, and, and one has to distinguish between um, how you know the, 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 the legal representative that one is able to secure themselves because if you look at it from purist perspective everyone is entitled and accused every single accused is entitled to put the best case forward so how you then present your case, that is up to you. It's very important. So if, if, if your resources allow you to get the best legal minds that there are, good for you. And the reason why there's a perception, I think, out there that uh, the justice system treats people differently, which I don't believe it does, is that people are unable to secure the same representation. So in this case, there are huge legal teams involved here. So they would have looked at every single aspect of this case, every you can bet your bottom dollar at every small technical point that they possibly can take that is going to advance other prosecution's case or uh, the defense case is going to be taken. Uh, it's just simply the fact. So that's what resources, if you, if you like, allow you to do. But that has nothing to do with the, the system itself. The system allows all of that. Any accused can take any point which they feel, if you're, if you're, if you're the accused in the matter, take a point that you feel uh, is exculpatory to you and, and likewise the, um, uh, the defense. So the fact, sorry, the prosecution. So the very fact that, you know, in certain instances that doesn't happen really is a function of uh, the accused's ability to secure themselves um, uh, that, that type of legal representation. So that's, that I don't think that's that, that the reflection on, on, on our system itself. Mm. And you've got to keep in mind, the other thing is that the judge in this matter, for the most part, is, is going to be uh, just a sitting arbiter really they're not going to get involved in, in matters unless they're called on to make a decision because they're supposed to be impartial so both sides have to present their case the best that they can and she will then make a decision right at the end so you are likely to see her uh, intervene a lot in, in the matters because both mm-hmm. parties have to run the matters um, uh, uh, they, in their own way mm-hmm. so um, and that's why I see obviously I mean the, the judge may be called to make on uh, you know, interlocutory decisions on applications and the like during the proceedings, that's all well and good. Uh, but I, I really don't think that, I mean, it, it's fair to say that, uh, you know, the justice system itself, um, well, it might be on trial, but I don't think that it, there's anything bad with that system. The system has been around, been around for centuries and it's working very well. Raymond Lowe, I, I got this SMS from Belinda in Durban and I just want to let our listeners know, if you want to give us a call, we'll take uh, your calls right after this, 891 uh, But Raymond, I want to ask you this question. Belinda in Durban uh, sent us this message. She says, uh, she says, I think we need to examine our motives and hearts in following this case 
Uh, are we following some sensational journalists for the sake of reveling in high drama, or do we only want to know the actual facts? There's two families here that are in tremendous pain. They have been for over a year and will be for the rest of their lives. We need to pray that the facts are revealed without sensationalism and tabloid journalism. That's from Belinda in Durban. Uh, Raymond, I mean, the media following this case, have we even spared a thought for the, the hopes, the anxieties, the fears, the pain that's been felt by them, and uh, does the audience even care? Well, first of all, you uh, let me get back to the question that uh, you asked uh, Tyron. Um, you know, the whole principle of justice is open justice. The principle of justice is open justice. It shall be attended by the public and shall be seen to be done. That is the, that's the principle of justice. And what we have here with all the cameras and, and, and the radio equipment um, uh, recording the, this trial is that it's open to, as Tamson said earlier, a much wider audience. So therefore, um, Oscar Pistorius is, uh, the, 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 the likelihood that he is to be damaged as a result of this is, is very unlikely in my mind. It's, it, it means that the, in fact, the openness of the trial is going to be, uh, on, at an extraordinarily high level. Mm. Much higher than it's ever been before. And that, and, and that, that can only be good for him, that everybody will be, um, uh, that, that, that everybody will be able to see the trial as it goes on. And everybody who's participating in the trial will ensure that they are doing things correctly and properly. On the, on the, on the question of well, whether, whether the media, uh, is is thinking of the the, the people concerned, the, the the key players in this uh, in this drama. Well, of course they are thinking of them, but but their duty is to tell the story of what is going on and what is happening around the trial, as well as the trial itself. And 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 they, 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 there's no way that you can consider. Uh, well, I shouldn't run the story because somebody is going to feel pained and harmed about it. That's, that's not the way newspapers operate. That's not the way the news system works. People are entitled to know what's going on. And, and if, there, if there are effects on the participants, that is the key players, um, well, that's just one of the, one of the, uh, um, the, um, the results that, that, uh, that, that occur. The one question that I have uh, following that is I'm wondering if whether Oscar Pistorius and uh, his lawyers could use the media in any way. And I'm going to put that to my guests uh, shortly. But let's get to the calls. And we've got Sig, Eddie and Derek in Kempton Park. Derek, we'll take you first. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? We're doing well this morning, Derek. Go ahead. What's your yeah, question? I've been, follow- yeah, I've been following the discussion, but what I wanted to raise is that I believe in the justice system of South Africa that uh, it doesn't favor the rich as such. Mm-hmm. Because if that was the case, we had a case of Jagis Levy, who was the head of Interpol internationally. With all the money, all the beggings, he failed in the case. And we had a case of Shabir Sheikh. So for me, it, the media has to do its job, and the opinions of the journalists, it's like the opinion of anyone who is in the, in the tavern discussing the case. And the only thing here is that it's heard by many people, but everybody will have their opinion. Only the judge and the justice system of South Africa will prevail at the end of the day without the influence of money, without the influence of any lawyers or the defense or the prosecution. Everybody will present their case. The witness can be on our prosecution because they tend to bundle the case. We, we can lose on technicality or win on technicality, whichever way, as there is no witness. But at the end of the day, it's not about money here. And we want the media to cover this as much as they can. 
Mm-hmm. Derek, thanks for that call there. Derek in Kempton Park. Eddie in Edenville, good morning. Shen and panel, yeah. You know, I think it's admirable the way uh, the justice system is going and allowing full access to the media and so on. This is obviously good for the accused because... Uh, you know, it puts the magnifying glass on the on the system in 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 the court. Uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, forces them to, uh, to 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 perform to their ultimate ability and so on. But I disagree with uh, Justice Malombo in, in one aspect that uh, that it that this will show that the uh, the rich get equal justice to the poor. Obviously. It's very contrary. Uh, a lot of money buys all these fancy lawyers and, 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 and expertise, and I think it would be quite different if it was Joe Citizen in the street that, 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 that shot his girlfriend through the, through the uh, toilet door. Uh, he would already have been tried, convicted, and put away by now. Uh, uh, I think that the media should be pressing to... Uh, to uh, to show more of the, of the of the lower echelon trials and show just where, how how those people endure there, how how they sit for two years sometimes in, in custody before even getting to trial, uh, shocking defence and put away, no chance of 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 of, of getting an appeal because they can't afford it. So the, the, there's definitely a very contrary. Uh, 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 justice system in South Africa and uh, a lot of money definitely buys you a, a lot more justice. Thanks Eddie. very much, Darshan. Thanks for that call, Dan. Eddie in Edenville. Sigan Randberg, good morning. Good morning. Thank you, Darshan. As in the O.J. Simpson case, uh, we are experiencing here two distinct trials, uh, one by justice and another by public opinion, and the media can ignore neither uh, and 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 they will do their job. Obviously, just as Raymond Lowe says, I'm also an ex-court reporter. <laughs> and yes, uh, they will do their duty. And and so will the judge, because unlike in the uh, case uh, in 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 O.J. Simpson case, that horrible O.J. Simpson racist case, we had a, an entire nation divided by skin color in that case. We don't have, fortunately. We are spared that disgrace, and on the and, and on the contrary, we're going to have our great a greatest honour by by displaying uh, 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 the jury system to be a dismal uh, uh, disgrace uh, in 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 America as in uh, as in uh, uh, Great Britain. Uh, we having we having a judge who will not be stripped naked because he's got to decide uh, for himself and and yes that judge will be under huge pressure and I suggested in a tweet over the weekend that that that, that he might have to uh, attend more to the media than to the than to the actual evidence before him because of the huge pressures that the public opinion does exert even on him but he will prevail. Thank Six. you. Thanks for that call. Ten minutes to nine. We're back to wrap up with our guests right after this. As a business owner, you know this all too well. Cash flow is volatile. Some months you have plenty of cash and other months you don't. So what you need from a bank is flexibility. NetBank offers you just that and it's a first in South Africa. With their revolving business credit card, you only have to pay 5% of your outstanding balance every month. And when you do settle early, you get cash back. This means not only greater flexibility, but real business benefits. 
It's the kind of solution you'd expect from a partner that understands your business. Sign up for NetBank's comprehensive business offering by visiting simplybiz.co.za and make cash flow happen. NetBank is proud to vote small business. We are an authorized financial services and credit provider. Terms and conditions apply. Make things happen. NetBank. Take a minute to think about that last cup of coffee you had. How did the farmer know when to plant and to harvest? How did the buyers know what price to pay or how to keep track of their stock? Consider the entire journey to that perfect sip. In every step, there's a complex business problem that MTN Business has a solution for. We help make small businesses bigger and big businesses better. Go to mtnbusiness.co.za for more. Welcome to the new world of business. The Forum at 8 on SAFM. Brian in Port Elizabeth says the witnesses are not allowed in court, so they're not to be influenced. What's stopping them from watching TV then? JNP says forbidding potential witnesses access to court is invalidated by live media coverage of the trial, a miscarriage of justice. Uh, Vusim Treni in Kwam Tlanga says I think the case will have a huge effect on our justice system and will certainly uh, have an e- to the extent of uh, educating us in the matters of law. Brian and Polikwani, we have no interest in this case. It's being uh, forced upon us by the media with an agenda. There are more important issues in South Africa. Uh, more SMSs coming through, 34701. Uh, Ref at Kempton Park says, how do people say the media interest in this case is public interest? Uh, Adida and Bushback Bridge, media houses made money out of this case and now want to continue to make money and nothing else. Uh, this is unsigned. Oscar may have resources. However, you can't have more resources than the state. Uh, Jay says, uh, for Mr. Lowe, I would like, I would put it to you that the media has moved somewhat from truth to sensation and money. Mr. Raymond Lowe. I don't think so. <laughs> I think the media are doing what they've always done. Yeah, it's an important case. A noteworthy case, a case in which the public is taking an enormous interest, and in fact, the fact that you've called in on this program is an indication of public interest. Um, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the media are dealing with, with the, the interest of the public and uh, giving all the facts that they can find about this particular trial. So I, I, I think it's very easy to always to criticize the media because of all the space that they give to a particular story. But it is judged to be a story that the public are interested in. As a fight for uh, competing for mind space on this story, uh, are we going to see the stories get, uh, get, get more and more edgy? Uh, I mean, could we see Oscar using perhaps what's already in the media to his benefit? I don't know. <laughs> Apparently he started a, 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 a blog or a website um, related to the trial in which he's going to tell the truth well, I don't know how he's going to work that uh, that, that particular um, mm. piece of media. Um, it's, it's, it sounds to me a little uh, un, uh, questionable whether he should be commenting on the evidence or if, if he is going to do that, commenting what's going on at the trial while the trial is on and while he's an accused person. And Tyron, it is very interesting. I mean, while the media make this out to be almost like a access to a golden circle event, isn't it? Like the media is getting you right there at the front. We're on stage. We're able to watch this happening. But, I mean, for there's, there's a man's fate on the line here. Could he use what's happening in the media in the space to, to, for his benefit well, I'll tell you this I don't think it would be a good idea to do that And I suspect that you already would have been told By uh, the defense team That it's not a good idea Look, one has to look at it this way 
you you have, you have a call to make as the accused. It's either you want to win a case in court or you want to win uh, public opinion. And I would suggest that it's not a good idea to try and convince the public, especially when you, the public is certainly not going to send you to jail for for life. So he really, they really should be focusing their energies on the case and not to use it um, any other way because you end up getting yourself into a tangle. Mm-hmm. So, you know, one has to focus. And that's why I don't have a problem. I don't think there's anything wrong with the media scrutiny and the attention that this case is receiving. That's great, as we've, we've been discussing. That's fine. That's all well and good. But one has to remember that when we get, get into court, their processes and those processes should be followed to the letter. The focus in the courtroom itself should only be purely on evidence produced uh, uh, by the different parties. And be, as I said, ultimately the judge will have to uh, make a decision based on the evidence that's presented to her. And um, in whether whether that is actually you know genuine evidence, evidence that's, that would have been put under tremendous scrutiny. And the important thing, in my opinion, the very very important thing is that one's got to remember that ultimately when this trial comes to an end, the judge is going to have to give a judgment wherein she reasons. She gives, uh, she has to uh, you know, uh, make uh, make decisions on on witnesses whether they're credible or not credible, and that's got to be justified. When she finds that they're not credible, give reasons why she thinks they're not credible. You know, go through the evidence. Mm. And ultimately link that to the law to come to a decision. And that to me is always a measure of whether one has received a fair trial or not. Uh, and that's going to be very interesting because that's going to give us information on, on how courts work and give us an understanding of how the justice system works, which is something that I think uh, many of us are sometimes left in the dark. I mean, there was an interesting call earlier on, Tams, and we were discussing it off, off air about what about those other cases, those smaller cases, those lesser known persons, those vulnerable and poor in society. But, but this is going to be a precedent setting case, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, this judgment was, it was really ripe for judgment in that we, we really just needed a, a case big enough uh, for the media to be willing uh, to spend the time and, and money that is involved in, in getting this judgment. But what people must remember is this has, exactly like you say, set a precedent. And so in the future, um, uh, it, it's much more likely that we would be able to get similar media access to uh, bigger cases, smaller cases, wh- wherever, wherever the, the media interest lies. Um, and so it, it's not particular to this case. And, and that must be remembered that it's a, it's a, great, it's a great judgment for, for open justice. Mr. Lowe, I'll leave you with uh, the, your closing comment. Well, what, what it amounts to, as far as I can see, is that technology, the judiciary is caught up with technology. And, and, uh, and, 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 and the technology has been there for the last 60, 70 years, and we haven't used it because there's always been the view that it may be disturbing and uh, interrupt proceedings because of the equipment and, and the people that are involved in using the equipment. But now this this is going to be a very discreet photographing and radio and and, and uh, radio uh, broadcasting of the of the trial in the sense that the equipment will be hardly will would will not be noticed. And uh, and 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 I think that this is opening up the whole question of justice to the wider appreciation of the public, the wider audience of the public. Uh, as it should be. I mean, open justice means that, that the public should be aware of what is going on and ensuring that they are free, free trials.
Roman Lowe, thanks for joining us, uh, media veteran there. Tyron, your, your closing thought, are we going to remember that we're all innocent until proven guilty? I'm wondering for a lawyer, that should be our takeaway point from you, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and that's very important to remember, even though at times, you know, that gets mm. lost in, with everything that's going on. But it is important to remember that up until evidence has been led in court, we may all speculate on what happened that day. No one really knows. And so, you know, account is to be given. There's got to be explanations about that, but we have to find out what actually happened and then ultimately make a call. And that's, uh, that's you know, the civil society, that's what our constitution provides for. And so, yes, Oscar, I do believe that, you know, despite people's varying opinions here, um, Oscar Pretorius does deserve to be given the benefit of uh, being presumed to be uh, um, innocent before well, until he's found guilty, if he is found in, indeed found guilty. Tamsin Tabir, your closing thoughts as a media consultant, the focus on gender-based violence as a woman, I'm sure that's, that's quite important at this time. Is there something that you'd like to leave us with? Um, yeah, I mean, the focus on gender-based violence, absolutely, um, is, is important. For me, obviously, uh, my interest is in the social media side, and uh, Raymond Lowe made a, a very important point about the law catching up with technology, and I think the point can also be made um, in relation to the fact that uh, this opening up of the courts uh, really eliminates a, a, quite a big discrepancy in that, you know, people were always going to tweet this trial, mm. and so it's, you know, it would have been, uh, wouldn't have made any sense to allow that and not to allow um, this audio and audiovisual broadcasting, because really Twitter is much more easily misconstrued and taken out of context. Whereas now we're really going to get the same information, but in a much more contextualised realistic and authentic format and so in that way you know the law really has ca caught up with technology and I think it's great well that's right you're not just going to get 140 characters today you're going to get everything from 10 o'clock tune in SABC News and SAFM will be broadcasting live from the Oscar Pistorius trial for myself Darshan Mudley have a great morning thank you for your time today 9 o'clock news up next